بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد we're discussing this poem regarding the remembrance of death so the last aspect that was discussed where the poet says يا ايها الغر لا تغررك صحبتهم خير المصاحب عندي صالح العمل او ديسيفد وان do not be deceived by the company of people around you the best of companions is good deeds the person thinks that after he's gone everybody is still going to now remember him and convey thawab to him generally people forget after a short time so the best companion is good deeds and those good deeds especially that will continue the rewards after he's gone as well then those will be the investments the sadaqah jariya that he will invest in that will be his best company further the poet goes on to say fi mat taghafulu wal ayyamu da'iratun fi mat takasiru wal ahwalu fi hawali why then this negligence when the days are passing by and the days are passing by every day that passes by so much of a person's life is gone short every moment that goes that moment is gone it will never come back and that is one moment less in his life so now when that's the reality why is this negligence still there and fi mat takasulu wal ahwalu fi hawali why then this laziness when the conditions are forever changing this is something that has always been the case conditions keep changing but in the recent past in the past year and a half two years three years we have witnessed those kind of changes in conditions which we never witnessed in all probably our life before maybe it might have happened in other parts of the world but we didn't witness these kind of conditions ever but in this past few years we've witnessed things that never had been experienced previously now that's the big lesson what lesson did we take from this it well is just one of those things these things happen sometimes coincidence if that's the approach then we are really far away from the reality and the lesson that we should have been taking out of this so when the person is seeing the conditions ever changing that should become a means of making us become very alert and give up all the laziness get involved in deen get involved in getting our lives in order so this is the lament of the poet that now how come this laziness still, still carrying on this person is still lazy for his let alone to try and do more amal in terms of nawafil etc person is still lazy to wake up for fajr salah person is feeling lazy to go and make his isha though the time is up now so he say no he's very tired he's sleeping away these are the faraiz there's no compromise on this these are fundamental requirements from a mu'min allah taala's obligation on us all allah's commands are we the ones we are benefiting allah taala doesn't benefit out of this the benefit is ours person wakes up in the morning so wakes up for what does he wake up to fulfill allah's command or wake up on his desire waking up for fajr salah allah gives tawfiq given before that all the better but the least waking up in good time for fajr salah waking up to now go and perform that salah in the masjid that is waking up now on allah taala's command and if that alarm is being set to wake up after the time of fajr has already elapsed also 
now we waking up on our desire now we waking up because our desire now to go and amass the dunya but after having forgotten Allah Ta'ala's command just blatantly having left it aside so now that, that is not the life of a mu'min that now he just doesn't even care about his salah these are the things to take from the month of Ramadan the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala the importance of salah this, this is the most fundamental aspect in a mu'min's life the whole day should revolve around salah what time I'm going to wake up so what time is Fajr Salah? What time am I going to leave the work, the job, the office, the business? So well, what time is Zohar Salah? This meeting, what time should it be now scheduled? Well, what time will it be without clashing into any Salah time? These are the first questions. There are those people, mashallah, who let alone having any appointment, etc. in the time of Salah, if they are traveling somewhere as well, they are actually choosing tra- times to travel and such uh, whatever schedules that they can, though that is not something that is compulsory to do it in that way, but in a way that they can get as many salah with jama'ah in a masjid, planning their travel in a way that they can get to the masjid in time and perform their salah with jama'ah. Though if a person is on the road, is as a musafir, can perform his salah wherever he is, but that's the care, that's the concern. Now, we at least should have our first salah in order. First salah, we at home, making it with jama'ah in the masjid. And together with that, the sunnat maqtada the wajib sunnat maqtada etc. That's the bare minimum. So this is the lament of the poet, that how come we are still in this laziness? Laziness, as mentioned, is a very, very big obstacle, it deprives a person of a lot of things, a lot of good. And therefore the dua, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu taught us, Allahumma in ya'udhu bika min al-ajzi wal-kasal. Allah save me from this helplessness and laziness. These are two very great issues. Thereafter he further goes on to say, Fima tasabi wa ayyamu siba ghabarat, Fima nasibu wa la ibbana lil ghazali. Why then this childishness when childhood days have passed? Why then this poetry when the time of poetry has passed? What he's talking about is, one is now, person is a grown-up, not a child anymore, but he's still also caught up in just playing, amusement. His time is getting passed playing games on his phone. There are sometimes children complaining about how much of time the parents are spending playing, playing games. This is the situation we've come to, that from time to time this happens, where some children are complaining about the extent of time that the parent is playing games on the phone. Sometimes you wonder whether you heard it right, maybe you're talking about his child. Says, no, 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 he's not talking about his child, he's talking about his parent. So now what a tragedy this has become. Just recently also, one father, and he says, look, I know what I'm going to say. Many, many parents are complaining about their children are just engrossed on the phone, but my children are complaining about me that I'm engrossed on the phone. This is a very, very common problem, unfortunately, and this is something that should... We we are grown up now, not children. We can't be playing like children around. So this is what he's asking, that when this childish... 
Why then this childishness when childhood days have passed? That days, that zamana is gone now. The person is a child, it's expected of him to now be playing around. But now a person has grown up and his whole life, his whole focus is just on amusement, just passing time in just how to just occupy his time in some kind of amusement and entertainment. So that is not becoming of a mu'min. وَكَيْفَ تَلْعَبُ وَالْخَمْسُونَ قَدْ كَمَلَتْ وَكَيْفَ تَلْهُ وَنَارُ الشَّيْبِ فِي شُغُلِي What is the meaning of play and fun when 50 years of life have passed? What is the meaning of all this amusement and just passing time in this manner when 50 years of life have passed? Why the fire of old, when the fire of old age has raged, then what is the meaning of all this fun and amusement? The fire of old age, person's hair has turned white, that's the fire of old age. The body is no more now having that health and that whatever was there in the youth. Now all this is the alarm bells. That now time is ticking. Now despite all this, despite 50 years, in Urdu it is said differently, Pachpan. So Pachpan means 55. And another word is Bachpan. Bachpan means childhood. You see, sometimes Pachpan, 55 has come, but Bachpan, the childhood hasn't gone. So 55 already came, but the childhood hasn't gone, the childhood is still there. Person is still engrossed in amusements, still he's playing somebody, one big issue there was, what happened now? Oh no, this person, grown up person, no no, he was disturbing the whole household, because he was playing Xbox, Allah knows best, what's that on earth? So now the whole house was getting disturbed, there's no, let alone one is now as a grown-up person, person is involved in playing around like a child, but that basic amount of understanding that I should be considerate to others, let alone in with something of this nature, even something permissible, let alone anything else, a person waking up for ibadat in the dead of night, he should be doing it in such a way nobody gets disturbed. The 15th night of Shaban, Nabi Kareem Wasallam woke up for ibadat. He thought Sayyidah Aisha ta'ala was now already asleep. And he woke up to get to worship Allah Ta'ala. But she wasn't asleep, she was observing everything. So now she's relating the entire incident. And now in relating the incident, so now she is describing the manner in which Nabi Wasallam woke up, how he left the room. So now she says, Kama Ruvaidan. He woke up very, very gently. And then he wore his shoes very gently. Then he went to the door. Fatahal Baba Ruvaidan. Opened the door very gently. Then he left the room. And then Wa'aghlaqal Baba Ruvaidan. And he closed the door very gently. Now she is talking about something that is now explaining how he went about it. She could have just said the whole detail once, uh, completely, and said one time, and he did all this very gently. But she didn't do that. She didn't say that he woke up and wore his shoes and opened the door and left the room and did everything very gently. She took pains to say each aspect separately and highlight the gentle manner in which Nabi Islam went about it. Now for what? What was the need for this? The need for this from her perspective was to get the message to the Ummah 
that what care Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi took in going about this, it wasn't just, just happened. No, he was taking care to do it very gently. And the question why? Why he took so much care? Because he thought she is asleep. So now he didn't want to do anything. He's waking up for what? Waking up for the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala. It was the 15th night of Shaban. Such a great occasion. But he's waking up. If somebody is asleep, that sleep must not get disturbed. And who's sleeping there? It's his wife. But that care and consideration. Now that care and consideration is all lost. Illa mashallah. It's like taken for granted, so what? If somebody got disturbed, so what? If I conducted myself in, so, in a way that I felt nice about it, doesn't matter what others felt about it. I was enjoying what I was doing. I felt nice about it. But the care and consideration that Nabi Islam showed, that's the lesson we have to learn. When Sahabi says we were guests at the house of Nabi Islam, so there was some arrangement for us where to spend the night in some where the Sahaba used to come from distances, so somebody used to accommodate them. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used to be busy till late with others. We would go to bed. Uh, he would still come to check on us because we were guests. So to make sure everything is fine, everything is okay. Now when entering the room, the etiquette is to make salam. Unfortunately that too is something we have to a great extent lost. We enter our homes, we don't make salam. That is what brings the barakat in the home. Is that the khaltum buyutan? Can we imagine the Quran Sharif, a very very concise book, giving us the commands of Allah Taala? The details of it are in the ahadith. The details of salah are in the hadith. The details of zakat, the commands are in the Quran Sharif. But the detail, how many rakats in this salah, what to be recited in each rakat, etc. All those details in the hadith Sharif. The details of Salah in the Hadith Sharif, Zakat, Fasting, Hajj in the Hadith Sharif. But the details, many many details of Mu'asharat, social life, social etiquette in the Quran Sharif. How to enter the home in the Quran Sharif. إِذَا دَخَلْتُمْ بُيُوتًا فَسَلِّمُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِكُمْ The Quran Sharif is telling us, you enter your home, enter with Salam. Tahiyyatan min indillah, mubarakatan tayyiba. Audibly, in a cheerful manner, this was the manner of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa Now to enter the home with salam. So now, this is the manner to enter a place. So now Nabi sallallahu would come late at night to just check on the guests. Everything is fine. But now it's late. So some might be sleeping already. So Sahabi says, he would make salam in such a way that if somebody was awake, they would have heard it. And if somebody was sleeping, they would not have been disturbed. Now this is the Nabi of Allah wa Taala, and with his amal, he's teaching us what it means to be taking care of other people, of being considerate, not causing taklif to anybody. Now these are things that we have to learn, these are things that we have to adopt in our lives. These are fundamental teachings of deen. So now we're talking about this one issue, the whole house got disturbed. Why the house got disturbed? This person too late at night was playing Xbox. Whatever that meant Allah knows. So now that consideration too is gone. And now a grown up person. And this is the manner he spends his night. We have to now get past all this. This month of Ramadan comes to make us conscious of Allah Ta'ala. That consciousness must carry on. Allah Ta'ala hasn't forbidden us from some relaxation. 
within the limits of Sharia, things that now just give the mind some little relaxation, etc., provided it's well within the limits of Sharia. But the mindset, the mindset of a person being just entertainment, being amusement, that is what now he works the whole week for the end of the week to now just be enjoying some amusement and fun. That is not the lifestyle of a mu'min. That is not the culture that Nabi Sallallahu left us with. A mu'min, his aspiration is akhirat. He works towards the akhirat. So this is the message the port is giving us as well. كَيْفَ تَلْعَبُوا وَالْخَمْسُونَ قَدْ كَمَلَتْ وَكَيْفَ تَلْهُوا وَنَارُ الشَّيْبِ فِي شُغُلِي What is the meaning of all this play and amusement when 50 years of life have passed and when the fire of old age has raged then what is the meaning of all this just fun and play? Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq inshallah we'll continue if it's meant to still be Ramadan tomorrow and if Allah Ta'ala wills it's Eid then inshallah on some other occasion Allah gives tawfiq Allah Ta'ala bless us with the Barakat of the month of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala keep us steadfast on the amal of Ramadan and the most important thing that the purpose of this Mubarak month is taqwa Allah Ta'ala bless us with that taqwa and enable us to keep continu- continuing our time after Ramadan also with that taqwa